This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. How are you doing this week, Tim? Tom, I'm feeling a little off kilter today. Oh. How um, come? My perspective is a little strange. Do you need, uh, maybe you should have a V8. Oh, yes. Good reference, Tom. <laughs> timely, Good, timely reference. reference. <laughs> V8 commercials from 20 years ago. Tom, I feel like one of I felt like one of those uh, those dopes in the V8 commercial because it's like, all right, so V8 is this <laughs> high sodium. Uh, well, you can also get the low sodium one. That the low sodium good. is still high sodium. Yeah, I know, though. and it, it, it doesn't taste very good either. It's they just put a bunch, but they uh, blend up a bunch of vegetables yeah. and put it in a can. Yeah, it's 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 vegetable juice. Yeah. It's like smoothies. No, it's juice. I, if you'd let me finish, it's like smoothies, but with a lot of salt in them instead of... Uh, the pulp. Uh, yeah, instead of pulp. Yeah, I, I guess it is just juice. Yeah. Yeah, it's mostly tomato juice. Anyway, the way they represented people Which being a little off... is kilter. interesting considering today's topic. Tom, we have a lot of exciting <laughs> things to say about the topic today, but we're not there yet. Mm. Um. Sorry, you were explaining the V8 commercials. <laughs> yeah, and people would walk around and they'd be uh, leaning like 45 degree angle yeah, to like the floor. Yeah, like the Tower of Pizza. Yeah, it's, uh, it was a, an astounding special effect for the <laughs> oh, late 80s the time, commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, the way it was that, they that could... and Star Wars that really blew everybody away. <laughs> it's go- It went down in history. ILM did uh, the V8 commercials too. Tom. Is that true? Yeah. I believe it. It was that, it was that level of quality. And uh, they rep- that that represented being like I don't know, messed up in the morning, hungover. Was it hungover or was it? I think it was just like not feeling right. But I think it is kind of hungover because like people but all love... that salt isn't going to help you in a hangover situation. Yeah, it's uh, electrolytes. Uh, I thought sugar was electrolytes. Look, what is an electrolytes it's nowadays? It's all electrolytes. Yeah, it's electro, hey, buddy. It's electrolytes all the way down. <laughs> Uh, I got into my elevator this morning, Tom. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, it must be nice. I got into my private elevator. It's not, no, it wasn't private. It usually is private. So I live, Tom, mm-hmm. we live in New York City. Yeah. There are still mandates in my building. I live in a big building. Uh-huh. Big deluxe apartment in the sky, Tom. Right. Yeah, well, we both live well above the 100th floor in our yes. respective apartments. Um, I, I want to know what you would have done in this situation. Okay. So, uh, in my building, you're supposed to always wear a mask still, mm. and it's like one household to an elevator. So, oh, if okay, the elevator yeah. stops at your floor and somebody's in there, you give this little awkward little wave, and then the, the yeah. door closes, and you got to wait for the next one. Um, it's annoying sometimes. It's mm-hmm. surprisingly not that bad. But lately, ever since everybody pretty much has been vaccinated- Right, and been, not wearing masks in most places. We've been wearing masks still. Um, because we follow the rules. Well, no, but I'm saying in like other places. Oh yeah, places. yeah, yeah. Um, like so, I almost walked into the supermarket today not wearing a mask because I've I've gotten used to not wearing it. But like the supermarket still requires it, so I was like, oh shit, I have to put this on. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised you weren't beaten with within an <laughs> inch of your life by the woke mob, Tom. That happens. <sighs> I saw it happen. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so. But what we do now that that we're cool and like mostly vaccinated, uh-huh. uh, 
if if you stop on a floor and you're in the elevator, you can be like, if you're comfortable, you can kind of right, ride down yeah. together. That's fine. And so that happened to me. So I got on an empty elevator and I went down two floors and then somebody else was waiting and he was like, oh, sorry, man. He's like a guy my age. Mm-hmm. Now I'm wearing AirPods at the yeah, time. So almost 40 years old. Yeah. Um, not quite as old as 40 year olds. Um, <laughs> but one day I will, you know, eventually I think I will turn 40. Um, I was wearing uh, AirPods. AirPods uh-huh. Do you have your AirPods set up so that you double tap to um, pause? pause? Yeah. That doesn't come factory standard, right? Um, well, whatever. Yeah, I set I'm not it up sure. Okay. Anyway, I'm listening to a podcast. Yeah, I think factory standard, it might be like it invokes Siri because they're like, that's probably what people want to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody always just wants to talk to Siri. Um <laughs> They'll never do they actually think that or are they just trying to get Siri into a lot of conversations so they could hear all the good stuff? Uh I don't know. There's I mean, a real guy on the other end, right? Uh listening well, and then typing woman. in what Siri says. The voice is a woman, but it's a guy Googling it. I the mean, they side. used to send all the recordings to Ireland and you know, a bunch of Irish people would listen to them. Wow. And laugh. <laughs> At our accents. Hey, you're the ones with the accents. <laughs> you're the ones with the weird accents now. Um, so anyway, uh, I'm listening to a podcast and uh-huh. I say to this guy, like, oh, it, it can... was it our podcast. No, it's a different podcast. Tom. Oh, it was an erotic podcast. Um, and, uh, I was like, Hey, you can come in if, you, if you're, if you're comfortable. And he's yeah, like, ah, yeah. oh, thanks man. And a real friendly seeming guy. I'm uh-huh. relatively new in the building. Yeah, still yeah. trying to make friends. I've mm. never made friends with anybody in any <laughs> building I've ever lived in. Um, and, uh, He's like, oh, thanks, man. I'm vaccinated, by the way. And my podcast is still And you still were like, I'm Tim. <laughs> the podcast was still playing in my ear. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, yeah, I am too. And then the door's closed. And he goes, he's like, so how you doing, man? And so I go to pause the, uh, mm-hmm. podcast. the podcast. And so I double tap my AirPod. Uh-huh. And he goes, oh, oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Oh, he thought you were tapping to be he like. He thought that I was just some dick. Wow. On the elevator, yeah. that I was like, eh, eh, uh, eh, don't well, you see? I'm a listening to a podcast, buddy. Move along. So did you say, oh, no, I was just pausing it? No, because I. <laughs> look, because he got on on the eighth floor. By the time that exchange happened, we were rounded in three. We we're yeah. going to be out of this, out of this. And. I didn't particularly want to make small talk right. with him. Yeah. And at that point, I oh, I was just pausing it. I'm well. How are you? Uh, door opens, and then we're gone, right? Yeah. What would you have done? Uh, when I have AirPods in and somebody talks to me, I pull it out. <sighs> Aren't you afraid it's going to fall in a grate? No, I keep like a, 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 a such a strong grip on it. Yeah, that but your I hands are always it. so sweaty, though. That yeah, I know, but I keep a. It doesn't really... like pop out. No, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it does because my hands are so sweaty. But uh, but I've uh, I I sanded uh, all the surfaces on my AirPods, so they're got a lot of tackiness to them. Nice. Yeah, I think I'm gonna cover mine in pine tar. Yeah, good idea. Like yeah. a like an old baseball pitcher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah th- that's what I do. Th- I just take it out because I also feel like that's more polite than like, hold on, let me use some gestures here, you know, cause then even if you have it paused, they don't know that. I thought you were going to, 
that the guy thought that they were off and then you started something like, <laughs> oh, no. oh boy, let me start up some music. he, at that point, started putting in AirPods. So oh. I was like, is this the factory setting? Like, does he know I was pausing <laughs> it? Or was he like, this guy's either pointing to his ear to be like, yeah. hey, stop talking to me. Or he's, he's trying to get Siri, Siri what the weather is. to record this. Or, uh, or this. how many tablespoons are in an ounce or something. Yeah. Um, I was so like, Tom, I got off that elevator like somebody in need of V8. I was I was at a forty five. So that degree that angle. screwed up your whole day. It really did screw up my whole like. Yeah. I was just going out for a walk and to get some coffee this morning, uh-huh. and like the whole time I was like muttering to myself like, "What could I have done? <laughs> yeah. What did well, I do? Well, you should have said, uh, "Siri, what could I have done?" That, she was listening the whole time. Yeah. Maybe she would have had some ideas. I didn't summon her. Is she listening anyway? Tom, are mm-hmm. we going to find out one day that they're just listening all the time? <laughs> no, I don't think so. For no are other, you sure? For no other reason than it would be expensive and they wouldn't get like that much use out of it. All right, not Apple, but somebody between somewhere. Uh, I, yeah, I mean like... Maybe particular people, but I think if you if you have like an app or a phone or something, and you're like, let's well, listen big to, like me. Let's listen to everyone all the time. A minute later, you'd be like, wow, this is useless. This is uh, so boring. Are you kidding me? If you could just listen to random, I guess that's podcasts, and you don't listen to <laughs> yeah, and look at how boring they are. Yeah, and this sucks. Because I think most of the time you would just hear like other people's TVs on or something like. Yeah, but like you can flip through till you get something. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't think it would be worth it for for most companies to do that. I mean, that's the thing. Like people always think like Facebook's listening to you. Like, look, I got this ad and I didn't, you know, say anything to I never searched for this. I never did this. I just had a conversation with somebody. And it's like, you know, what's scarier than the idea that they're listening all the time. It's that they have you so pegged <laughs> that they didn't need to listen to you. Right. To know like, oh, this guy's probably going to be looking for a new blanket soon. Mm-hmm. Why would you be looking for a new blanket, Tom? Did you soil it? Yeah. Maybe earlier in the day I looked up like, you know, the, uh, like stomach issues, stomach issues while sleeping. Had to clean feces off a duvet cover. Yeah. And it did, and I never looked up a new blanket, right? But I maybe told people out loud, like you know, they were like, "How, hey, how you doing?" And I'm like, "Oh, not so good. I soiled my blanket last yeah. night." And then I get a app for a new blanket. I'm like, "Well, how'd they know this?" Yeah, it's because the other searches, or maybe they're just like you know, demographically based on what, how old this guy is, where he lives. Well, you're, he, you've gotten pretty old. <laughs> he's who he spends his time with. Uh, he's going to be looking for a new blanket soon. That's how the ads work on the internet. Probably pooped in his bed. But not necessarily. Hmm. Who's to say? Not you, not Johnny Facebook. Johnny Facebook. But that's what I don't, I don't, they're not listening to us all the time because it would just but be But they too, could if they wanted to. Oh, uh, it would get, it would get found you think out. old Timmy Cook's got a little switch, a little Tom Reynolds the, switch in his office? <laughs> oh, that he could just listen to me? Yeah. 
Uh, no, I don't think so. All right. But I mean, yeah, they probably could. Well, although nowadays, like the phone asks for permission for your microphone. Oh, and yeah. Then oh, yeah. So if yeah. they, oh, okay. If Tim, you... yeah. Tim Cook, if he really just had, he was like, I'm going to risk it all to, to, to hear what Tom says in the privacy of his own home. So, but see, this is the kind of thinking, Tom. But I think that kind of thinking is why me and you are who we are and why, like, you know, some billionaire CEO is like, no, I'm not thinking about using all my power to listen in on somebody to hear. And you're not even saying like a competitive advantage or blackmail. You're just like, here's something embarrassing. Yeah, that blackmail. Yeah, but Tim, Tim Cook, Cook doesn't need to blackmail you tomorrow blackmailing me. you. <laughs> Why? What does he need from me? Buy a new iPhone next year or else I'll tell everyone you pooped. Yeah, and he does that to a million people, Tom. That's, that's... <laughs> if he does that to a million people, that doesn't make a dent in their bottom line, Tim. They sell millions of phones every day. I know, and how do they do it? Oh, it's true. By blackmailing. Yeah, I mean, I guess the old phones are pretty good. How do they get you to buy a new one? Exactly. Yeah. And but then in the in like the footer he ha- he has to say like P.S. I swear to God the new phones can't do this. Well, it it doesn't matter. Well, no, but, you're in. You're sorry. He's got the tapes. Maybe, man. He's got the tapes already. But maybe you're like you know what? What he has isn't that bad. I'm gonna switch to Android. But then he's like, well, let me reassure you, this won't happen again. <laughs> and that. Is Apple's competitive advantage trust? <laughs> trust. Maybe even like he includes uh, like a sound file and it's like uh, a nice, sweet Southern drawl where he's like, "We only do it this one time, just this one time." The new phones they can't do it. That was Tim Cook. That was Tim Cook. No, no that's not a good. Hi, I'm Tim Cook. I'm the CEO of Apple, and I've been listening to all your conversations. Where's he from? Mississippi. Yeah, Tennessee, Mississippi, somewhere down there, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's what he sounds like. And he, he says it to you that way, and you're like, oh, he's very nice. Okay, I guess I'll trust him this time, even though he went out of his way to email me uh, and blackmail me. Right. Somebody who has, you know, literally a hundred thousandth of his wealth. He's Just because you're rich doesn't mean you don't want to mix things up. It's true. So he's personally emailing everyone, a million yeah. people. Why would you? Why would you take that role unless you're going to do that? I think he gets a lot of money anyway. I don't think he needs to do that. I I think part of it is for the thrill. What thrill would it blackmailing be? People. <laughs> blackmailing people? Blackmailing people? Blackmailing somebody like me and saying like I heard I heard you pooped in your bed last night. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't you love to do that to somebody? No, and actually, I think it would be like a... Put the fear of God in them? I would rather... To know their secrets? Well, but then look at this. What if somebody was like, hey, man, I heard you pooped your bed. And I was like, oh, who'd you hear that from? The fucking CEO of Apple? You think that was real? He'd launder it, man. He'd know how to do it. It's <laughs> a lot of work. <laughs> I get a call from Tim Cook, an anonymous call. Like, how would you like a free iPhone? <laughs> Tom, you like cool stuff, right? I sure do. Do you like the cool movie Pulp Fiction? Um, I don't know if I've actually seen Pulp Fiction front to back ever. Tom, can I uh, 
quote, a real cool quote? Sure. <clears throat> oh, you're, you you can't say the N word on this podcast. No, I then. know you would. You would. You found out the hard way, and I, <laughs> I know. Uh, and I know. <laughs> You, you would love it. You would love it if we could. No, I w- wouldn't love it, Tim. That's why I'm trying. I'm telling you. Three tomatoes are walking down the street. Papa tomato, mama tomato, and baby tomato. Baby tomato starts lagging behind, and Papa tomato gets really angry. Goes back and squishes him and says, "Ketchup." Oh, I see. It's cool. It's cool dialogue, Tom. I don't know. It's like a knock knock joke. Who's, yeah. What What's the the situation that this is? Um, I think uh, uh, what's her face? Uh, Mia. Uma. Yeah, she's playing Mia. Uma Thurman mm-hmm. uh, tells that joke to uh, John Travolta, the dancing man himself. Wow. And is he dancing at the time? No, I think it's before they dance. Okay. Um, I learned that joke from a friend when I was a when I was a kid, and I never thought it was funny. But then I saw it in this cool movie, and I was like, <laughs> "Well, I heard Uma Uma Thurman say yeah. it. Oh, a beautiful woman uh, yeah. saying it. Now I'm well. Now yeah. I'm pro this joke. All right, now let's see this woman's feet. That's one of two jokes I can remember <laughs> in my whole life. And and is this what you think of whenever you hear ketchup? Yeah, yeah. Think that, of that it must joke. have been if you thought of this well somebody told me that joke a classmate in like first grade told me that Mm -hmm. joke um so that was very formative for me right and did you later think like wow that classmate's pretty cool they must have consumed the same media that quentin tarantino pop culture that classmate was quentin Quentin tarantino Tarantino. well he must have been pretty old at the time though he must have (laughs) stuck out i went to kindergarten with this kid named danny devito (laughs) (laughs) and i just remember thinking couldn't be could it <laughs> like i don't know he is pretty tiny yeah 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 like uh i saw <laughs> twins yeah this kid is bald <laughs> he does run a taxi stand <laughs> after school we're talking about ketchup ketchup uh or catsup depending on your uh tom i googled ketchup versus catsup uh-huh and every article was like the difference between ketchup and catsup, and there is a difference. Yeah. And then it was the most impenetr- impenetrably boring article. Every article was just mm-hmm. like, oh, here, it's derived from this Chinese word. Just tell me if there's like a different ingredient. Well, that's what, uh, when I was looking into the, what is it, etymology? That's like a word, the study of words and yeah. their origins. Sure. Um they uh it was basically a like nobody knows for sure here's like three different places people say it comes from and it's all like uh believable but all also you have to take like 10 steps to get there right and also who cares who cares it's ketchup that's what everybody calls it yeah hey get over it if you don't like it Make a new condiment. And just to be clear, we're talking about tomato ketchup here. We're not talking about any of these weird ketchups, mushroom ketchup. Well, what defines ketchup? Uh, I think just like you take something and you mash it into a sauce. Okay. With some kind of like vinegar? Yeah, I think I think vinegar is probably like the uh, the, the okay. key ingredient there. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. We're it's not like talking about paste, weird ketchup. Paste 
of some sort with vinegar is okay. a ketchup, I believe. And maybe and sugar, maybe. I don't know if it has to have sugar. <sighs> Tom, you said you did a lot of research before this. I did a lot of research into tomato ketchup. Okay. But the first ketchup they do think was a mushroom ketchup. Well, you just said we weren't talking about mushroom ketchup. Well, you Tom? you claim that I didn't do enough research, so here I am to tell you. Well, you're just contradicting yourself. <laughs> that mushroom ketchup. Now we got to start over. They also used uh, egg whites, oysters, grapes, mussels, walnuts. In all, ketchup? All kinds of gross shit. Yeah, enough of that. <laughs> now, Tim, where do you stand on ketchup? I'm pro-ketchup. Yeah, we're pro-ketchup on this podcast. Yeah, if I'm... you thought otherwise, take a hike. Get out of town. If you're here, oh, if you're here, oh, I'm going to listen to these two men uh, talk crap about ketchup. Yeah. You're in the wrong place. Yeah. Uh, you got no friends here, pal. Yeah. Hit the road. Get your jollies somewhere else. Um, yes. I'm a mustard man. <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm also a mustard hey, man. Yeah. Guess what? So am I. It's a big it's tent. It's fine. A bit what? It's a big tent here. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I like. Ketchup and mustard on a lot of things. Yeah. Not two, all the time, but two sometimes. Two tastes taste great together. Throw some mayo on there, too. I don't care. Now, Tim, ketchup is tom- tomatoes, sugar, vinegar, seasoning, and spices. That's all there is to it. Yeah. Seasoning and spices can, can That's really- That's true. Uh, that could really be anything. Yeah. Do um, a lot of heavy lifting. Tom, you know what you won't find in most ketchup? Any preservatives. Yes. Because that stuff is pretty much preservatives, uh, vinegar and uh, salt. Well, so they used to put sodium benzoate. Yeah, and then they were like, we don't need this. Yeah. Well, they were like, there was a farm act of, I think, 1904, 1906. You did do research. Yeah. Where people thought maybe sodium benzoate wasn't that good for you. So, uh, they were like, "Yeah, you can't put this in shit anymore." What is that salt? Yeah, it's 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 the it's a sodium, it's the sodium from like benzo acid or something. The hell is benzo acid? Look, man, it's like an acid. It it's like a so sodium or benzoate is like a salt, but it's not. It's derived from another chemical from a chemical reaction. It's okay. not like sea salt or cave salt or right. wherever else they find salt. I don't need cave salt. So from the darkest caves, they they uh, wanted to phase this out. You know, 120 years ago. And uh, the ketchup people were like, well, I think if we just put more sugar in it and more salt, that'll do it. And then they were like, oh, people are buying even more ketchup. People love sugar and salt. So that's why uh, they kept it up. Nice. Tim, hey, I'll- it worked out for everybody. Did uh, they ever uh, get any conclusive evidence on uh, the sodium, sodium benzoate? It's not that bad for you, apparently. Like oh, you're, yeah. you're. If you had a lot of it, it could be. But otherwise, you have like a lot of anything, it's yeah, bad for you. But otherwise, your body processes it and just take gets it from me. It. A little bit of anything is fine. <laughs> um, well, man, I'm gonna blow through all my facts here. I can't. Oh, sodium benzoate, actually, another interesting fact here, used in fireworks as a fuel in whistle mix. A powder that emits a whistling noise when compressed into a tube and ignited. Mm. So when fireworks go, pew, 
Not the part, but the sodium benzoate. My you ever friend. wish it would go and then explode? <laughs> yeah, they should look into that yeah. technology, see what chemicals that. they could add to do a reverse whistle. Uh, Benzosodiate. <laughs> That's not how chemicals work. Um, Tim, let me tell you about the, let me start off here. With the 1817 recipe. This was apparently the first recipe they found for this. Really jumping in with the exciting stuff, huh? A gallon of fine red and full ripe tomatoes. It says, not tomatoes, tomatoes. Mash them. A gallon? A gallon. Mash them with one pound of salt. Okay. Let them rest for three days. Press off the juice. Mm. And to... And to each quart, add a quarter of a pound of anchovies, two ounces of shallots, and an ounce of ground black pepper. Why is there so much seafood? <laughs> Wait, it gets better. How much? How many anchovies? Uh, a pound. Uh, no, a quarter of a pound for okay. each quart. The shallots I can get behind. Yeah. I feel like they're still using them to this day. Boil up together for uh, half an hour, strain through a sieve, and put it... Put to it the following spices. A quarter of an ounce of mace. What do they mean Which by is, uh, oh, I, I did look up what it is. Hold on. It is, it's like a normal thing. It's, it's not nutmeg. what, it's not what was. It's nutmeg. It's not the, the wrapper. You're always shot in the face with. <laughs> no, or the wrapper. The ladies from on the, the street. From the uh, late 90s, early aughts who retired mm-hmm. to become a preacher. The same. Came back. Did he, though? Yeah. He had that whole single with the Welcome Back Cotter theme song. Yeah. Was that a hit, though? I know it. That's just because you know Welcome Back Cotter. You're a Welcome Back Cotter <laughs> I have a Google alert whenever the Welcome Back Cotter theme song appears anyway. Yeah. So that's why you think it was a big... Like, I was getting emails about it all day. <laughs> I have a Google alert set up for Horshack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh, but then they're saying half an ounce of nutmeg, which this other thing said Mace's nutmeg. Anyway, a drap a drachm of coriander seed and a drachm of cochineal. Now here's where things get fucked up because This is in the original recipe they yeah. say effed up? No, no, that's what I'm saying. Uh. Cochineal is an insect. Okay. That they that you can mash up and use to uh you know for uh, protein? No, it's got like an acid in it or something. Yeah, car carminic acid. Okay. Squish up bugs. Gross. That's fine. Pound all together, let them simmer gently for twenty minutes and strain through a bag. When cold, bottle it, adding to each bottle a wine glass of brandy. It will keep for seven years. Okay. I don't think they knew it would keep for seven years. No. This is the first recipe. <laughs> How are they going to know? Yeah. Yeah, they haven't been making it for seven years no. at this point. And like in 18... Se- I mean, it doesn't say like, oh, and put it in your ice box yeah. or whatever. I don't know. Uh, it's I all mean, marketing. I'm, I'm for it. But probably back then, it was probably like, this tastes like shit, which is better than what everything else tastes like. Yeah. And I think like back then, you just had to be like, oh, this is moldy. Not gonna eat it. Yeah, or it is moldy. I'm gonna eat it. Yeah. Um now I think that this is probably where when you were a kid, were you led to believe by other children that you know how like when you don't shake up uh ketchup, the top part 
you know, it like starts to separate kind of. Yeah, you get that yeah. like a whale. That yeah, if you, if you don't shake it up and you go to like put it on your hamburger, it, it's like runny. It mm-hmm. comes out. Now, I was told when I was a child that that was uh, bug juice, that that was from when they would mash up all the tomatoes. They would also mash up a bunch of flies by accident. And that that's what the top part was. Hmm. Now, I wonder if it came from from this. Maybe. But I'll submit, I never heard that. Mm-hmm. I did hear that Hawaiian punch was made from ground up mosquitoes. Wow. After they sucked now, were the you blood. Su- oh, I see. So it was blood? It was actual blood is what Yeah, but it, that had been processed by the mosquitoes. Oh, uh, so it was fine for children to drink? I mean, no, that was the thing. It was like, oh, don't drink Hawaiian punch because of that. Yeah. But then did you ever think, did you believe that? No. Yeah. But I also, like, I never really had access to Hawaiian punch. Right. And the few times it did, it was so sugary that it burned my throat. Oh, yeah. Hawaiian punch can burn when you yeah. drink it. Um, it's good to give to children. <laughs> uh, but I I don't know. I would never believe that Hawaiian punch was blood. I'm sorry. I just don't buy it. Yeah, I don't, I don't it, think It doesn't I taste anything like blood. Well, did you think that the the... Bug juice was the, the... I believed it enough that I was like, you know, I'm going to make sure I shake it up. Because right. it was like, I don't mind if I'm eating something that has some bug juice in it. But, right, I don't but you don't want, want concentrated yeah, bug I juice. Yeah, I don't want to like see it. Be like, oh, right. that part of my bun is wet from bug juice. Right. I, I, to this day, I get so mad at that little bit. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, that little bit of the oily. It's just oil, right? The oil no, separates it's the It's actually water for the most part. Ugh, um, even worse. I was reading about, there's actually a lot of interesting uh, physics involved with uh, with ketchup, and that's one of the, one of the we'll be getting into that in I, the back half. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> um, People aren't going to sit through no, these heads to hear that. When I, I think I've talked about this before, but when I was a kid, um, at the public pool, there was, you know, uh, the, it was a public pool, but it was like on a beach kind of. So there was sand everywhere mm-hmm. and you would have to wash the sand off. You know, there were sprinklers when he came in, but, um, sand would still inevitably collect on the floor of the pool. And when I was a kid, I was told that was diabetes and that, uh, you know, if you touched it, you would get diabetes too. Now, as a child, I didn't know that that is not the way diabetes works. I don't. I didn't even really know what diabetes was. But it wasn't until I was like old enough that I was like a lifeguard there that I was like, you know what? I'm just going to investigate what this is once and for all. And I was like, oh, it's sand. Yeah, of course it's sand. Yeah, people track sand into the pool. Okay. The hell are you talking about? I'm talking about that. There's you can't get diabetes from the pool. This episode is sponsored by Saqqara. It's time to seek pleasure in all areas of your life, including what you eat. You want to stay healthy, but you also want to actually enjoy your meals. With Saqqara, you get nutritious dishes that nourish your body without ever sacrificing taste. Saqqara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. 
Their organic ready-to-eat meals are made with powerful plant-based ingredients, and they're designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing. The menu of creative, chef-crafted, ready-to-eat breakfasts, lunches, and dinners changes weekly, so you'll never get bored, and it's delivered fresh to your door anywhere in the U.S. And along with delicious, plant-rich meals, Saqqara also offers daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nutrition. Experience the transformative power of plants with their best-selling metabolism super powder made with organic raw cacao. It works to boost energy, eliminate bloating, minimize sugar cravings, and reduce fatigue. Tom, you tried that out. Yes, it it tastes very good, and uh, I felt great after it. Nice. Right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash guide and enter code GUIDE20 at checkout. That's GUIDE20. That's Sakara S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash guide. Get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash guide and enter code GUIDE20. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com slash guide. Life is full of stressors. It doesn't matter who you are or what you have. Your life is probably stressful. Tim, you probably look at a guy like me and you think, I've got it all. Mm. I've got it made in the shade. Sure. Well, no. Even even guys like me, Tim, get stressed out sometimes. You may not be feeling down and out and depressed or like you're at a total loss, but if your stress is high, your temper is shorter than usual, or even if you're uh, starting to feel strain in any of your relationships, you could probably use the chance to unload. Unload the stress and get it out. Talk to someone who's completely unbiased about your life. Someone who isn't going to judge you or take sides on anything. When there are things you can't tell anyone or feel like you can't unload to family and friends, you need to unload it, and that's what therapy can be. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain from it. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and the Complete Guide to Everything listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash guide. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash guide. Now, Tim, I did tease that I'd be talking about the physics of ketchup, but uh, I'm going to have to tease it a little bit longer because I have some other things to discuss first. Good. Tim, what do you... So, according to Wikipedia, uh, I want to talk about this other interesting thing, but I'll talk about this first. Stay focused. This is what happens when you do research. (laughs) I know. I got too smart. You start talking to yourself, and you you get all flustered. Um, Ketchup is usually served, according to Wikipedia, with dishes that are uh, served hot and maybe fried or greasy. Mm Mm-hmm. I want to go through some things and and find out uh, if you think it's okay or not okay to put ketchup on these things. Okay, with, with of course, like do whatever the hell you want. But I'm I'm not yucking anybody's yum who's listening. But I might yuck Tim's yum if he answers something Tom, wrong. Tom, do you remember when I said uh, talked about yucking people's yums? And yeah, you were just like 
you are an idiot. That is not a phrase. Yeah, well, it's since edge. caught on. Oh, you thought I... <laughs> Coined it, yeah. Wow. Right, well, now I'm giving you even more credit. Uh, hamburger. Yum. Yeah. Hot dog. Yum. Now, why is it controversial to put ketchup on a hot because dog? Because people need to like have opinions right? that, why is where that... they can get mad at people about hot dogs for some reason. Like... I it never even occurred to me that a hot dog would be something that you like. To me, people I like grew- to have rules about things. Like, yeah. oh no, this is, this is the way this. I don't needs know, to but be. like growing up, it, oh to me, it was always like ketchup is a thing that primarily goes on hamburgers, hot dogs, and French fries. Yeah, but some guy from Chicago would be like, "Let's put this guy's dad in jail." <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Tim, are you talking about something that happens specifically to you? <laughs> no, I'm just saying a Chicago guy would come to a barbecue at your house uh-huh. and see you, a child. Yeah. Putting ketchup on a hot dog, <laughs> and he thinks, right. look, that's child abuse. Oh. This guy's uh And now is this like a, like a powerful yet corrupt politician in Chicago? Perhaps. The, most of this? them are. Yeah. Most guys in Chicago are corrupt politicians. <laughs> that's why they call it the Windy City, Tom. And, and what, what's the Because the connection? corrupt politicians. <clears throat> uh, potatoes. Now- French fries, of course. Tater tots, of course. Mm-hmm. But are we missing? Can you put it on other potatoes? Hash browns, you sure can, right? Yeah, uh, I would say any kind of home fries. Yeah. You know, any kind of breakfast potatoes, I think right. that's fine. Now, why don't we put it on mashed potatoes? You know what I think? Mm. Here's what I'm thinking. Because they're not fried in some way? Like they're not crispy anywhere. Yeah, I was gonna say they're too they're too mushy and like it will just absorb. You're putting the mush on mush at that point. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna make the the potatoes even mushier than they are. It's not the the yeah. It's it's there's not enough contrast in the textures there. Yeah, so it just kind of. It's like making weird soup. Now, the same reason why you wouldn't put it in like a uh, uh, like a jacket potato, like a uh, I don't know what that is. Like I'm a from like a uh, uh, what do you call them? You get them at Wendy's, like a just baked a potato? baked potato. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Know. I couldn't remember what a baked potato was called. I got to remember that in England they call them jacket potatoes. You know what? I because think... they wear a cool little uh, aluminum foil jacket. Here's what here's what I think. I think mm-hmm. uh, we don't because ketchup is known as the default here. Yeah. And I think with a baked potato, unless you're just gonna go straight butter. Yeah. I think you kind of want to like jazz it up a little yeah. and have things like a little outside of the norm. So you got some your sour cream, you got your chives, you got the you know cheese, shredded cheese. Yeah. And it's like ketchup would almost be too boring for that. Yeah, I, hate to say it. I often find that if I'm eating like a fancy version of something or I am in a, in a situation where I'm putting like, say I'm getting a burger, I'm putting just like a ton of shit on it. I won't put ketchup on it. Right. If I'm getting a burger and it's like, oh, this has like cheese and avocado and bacon and, you know, some like chipotle sauce or something then I'm like, no, save, save the ketchup. The ketchup is to... Ketchup's a working man's condiment. Yeah, and when you mix it up with all those guys, it just gets like, uh, I don't know, it doesn't add anything to it. Right. 
I'm with you, Tom. Chicken tenders. Now, here's the thing. Uh huh. If you got chicken tenders, chicken nuggets, you should really be using a barbecue, a sweet and sour. Yes. Ketchup, it, it works. So, like, only in a pinch, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's And I don't know I why that is. <laughs> right? Isn't that weird? Because I'm thinking, like, oh, no, I guess it's like you don't put it on meats. But I'm like, no, you put it on hot dogs and hamburgers. And also a chicken sandwich, Tom, like a fried chicken yeah. sandwich. Mm-hmm. I would never put ketchup on that. No, but why? Why is that different? It's is ketchup fried. and chicken just not a thing? Yeah, I guess you don't put ketchup on chicken that often. Wow. Huh? Um, Man, we're really... Uh... <laughs> Somebody should be writing this down. Well, and same thing with chicken nuggets, where it's like in a pinch, sure. Yeah, it's like, to me, that's like the same as, you know, using ketchup on pizza instead of marinara sauce. Right. It's like, look, we like all these things. I think it's probably fine together. Yeah. Well, and I feel like little kids will do it. Mm -hmm. Like ketchup's a great way to get. Um, sugar, more sugar into your kid's diet so they'll eat stuff they don't necessarily want to eat. Right. Yeah, I think it's kind of like dipping uh, chicken nuggets in ketchup seems childish to me. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, no, no. Where if you were at a business meeting at McDonald's and one of the other businessmen did that, you'd be like, the deal's off. Yeah. Uh, Ever hear of honey mustard, you, you freaking child? Well... And I wonder if it's because, like, ke- look, ketchup's good. Don't get me wrong. But. We're pro ketchup. Yeah. But it's not the best. If you think you're going to put this on a fancy freaking uh, steak dinner at Peter Luger's, you're out of <laughs> your mind. Well, what I'm thinking about is, um, yeah, I don't even really want to talk about, like, ketchup on a steak. Yeah. Because that's, like, a whole thing. That's also a whole thing. Look, and people and I, also have a lot of way too many opinions about steak. Too. Right. Yeah. Like, and look, don't don't misconstrue that as me thinking like I would do it or it's okay. I don't think it's okay, but whatever. But where do you come down on steak sauce with steak? <sighs> it's interesting you asked him because I regret it already. <laughs> it depends if it's like kind of like a shitty steak. Yeah, bring on, bring on the A one, bring on the the Heinz fifty seven. Mm-hmm. But if it's like a good steak, no, no sauce, maybe some butter. See, this is what I don't like about people. Ooh, if it's the good steak and it's medium rare, if it's, yeah, if uh-huh. it's yeah, one you got it. Bit above medium rare, send, send it, it back. back. Shut up. Slap the chef with it. Say, hey, why'd your mother raise you so bad? I would never say that to a chef. <laughs> um, <laughs> we should arrest your dad. <laughs> hey, your father should be arrested for letting you make a steak like this. <laughs> that would be so confusing to just like a grown man. Threatened to arrest his father? Yeah, like, my father died 30 years ago. Well, should have yeah, been. Yeah, uh... well, they should dig him up, put him in handcuffs. <laughs> put him in the paddy wagon. <laughs> um. I think the difference is, so, like, if I'm having uh, chicken nuggets or something, when I'm done with the chicken nuggets, if there's still a little sauce in there, I might go ahead and stick my tongue in there. To what? Have, to have that last little bit of sauce. Ugh. 
Look, I'm not See, saying I'm it's something about I'm proud of. Freaking Tim Cook uh, spying on you in your <laughs> in your lowest moments, and I'm out here just giving them away for free. Yeah. Um, whereas I would never dream of doing that with ketchup. Right. You ever make your own ketchup? No, I don't make my own ketchup, Tim. I want I go out of my way catching all those bugs. <laughs> I was uh, it always comes out like grainier than you want. Yeah, you know sure. these people that are just like, oh, Heinz ketchup isn't like actual really ketchup. No, I don't. Like, Tim, who do you hang up, out with? But you, <laughs> who do you hang we out hang with out that with just constantly we, infuriates you? We about? Hang out with the same jerks, dumb. <laughs> you know them. Do I need to list uh, them by name? I've never heard that about Heinz. Heinz ketchup has more than fifty percent. They are the majority of ketchup. Yeah, uh, and sold I think, in America. I think now it's kind of like, you know. The difference between McDonald's barbecue sauce and actual barbecue sauce, right? It's just, just like, more sugar. Yeah, it's just like this is this is for the masses, right? And it's like, yeah, and that's what I like my ketchup to be, right? For the goddamn Heinz, masses. Heinz ketchup has. A, I'm a blue collar Joe. Yeah, who wants a blue collar red condiment? Well, and especially when you know I'm not one of these people that's putting ketchup on everything. Yeah. I'm, most of the time, if I'm eating ketchup, like I said earlier. French fries, hamburgers, hot dogs. What else? You got a, You got another. You got a oh. whole big list. No, I have a big list. I have one more thing. Uh, eggs. I'm not an eggs man. Okay. But I am. Uh, growing up, I was a but bacon, I am egg, and a legs man. Tom, she's got legs, and she knows how to use them. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Put that on my tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> and then say, like, uh, referring to a woman, not Tim. Because <laughs> oh. if it said, you know, you're like, Tim, she's got legs, she knows how to use them. <laughs> right. People would think, like, oh, that's a weird epitaph or a grave. Like, uh, yeah. I so guess like, I guess this uh, this person, Tim, had legs and knew how to use them. Yeah, no. Maybe that's... This was just a quote that Tim liked from a song. It's like, may- maybe he's got legs and he knows how to use them. Maybe that's what put him in this grave. Maybe that's what that's alluding to. Maybe he didn't know how to use his legs as well as he thought. <laughs> right. Couldn't get away from he, whatever. He fell, fell off in. a cliff or something. Yeah. Um, so you don't like eggs all that much, but where do you come down on ketchup with eggs? I always used to get bacon, egg and cheese sandwiches. Right. And like, when you put bacon and a bunch of cheese and put it on a bun, I was like, okay, the egg is there right. to anchor this thing. That's yeah, cool. provide more protein. Yeah. And it would always disgust me when they'd be like, you want ketchup on that? Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to be con. Uh, yuck. So I think it's a similar situation. I like it on a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will sometimes, if I'm having eggs have like a little bit of ketchup on the side that I might occasionally dip some eggs in. But I think it's another weird thing where it's like, why can't I have a hard boiled egg with ketchup? Why is that not acceptable? Right. But, uh, but putting it on a sandwich is, is the norm is what they'll ask you because that's what most people want. You want to hear a parody song I just made up about, um, the first woman to make ketchup. I have a feeling it doesn't matter what I say. She's got bugs, and she knows how to juice them. 
Right? That's good. Because <laughs> they, they, they ground up the bugs. Yeah, they I smash mean, up the bugs. But you'd have to find like a five-year-old that believes that. Uh, you read the recipe. That's the old recipe from 200 know, years ago. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's about the person that made that recipe. Okay. So that's you, what they sang to her in the village when she was uh, smashing up the bugs. So they knew about ZZ Top 200 years ago. Yeah. Haven't you seen Back to the Future 3? <laughs> That wasn't, they didn't go back that far. They went back 100 years. Oh. <laughs> 1885. When was that from? The Eight, recipe? Oh, 1817. So I'm sorry, Tom. Yeah. I forgot that, yeah, ZZ Top did exist in. in it so, would have been a funny parody no matter what, Tom. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Um, well, here's something. Here's the interesting thing I want to say about catch up before that i i can't believe listen to this statement i'm about to say to you ketchup was popular long before tomatoes were tom i thought we were only talking about tomato ketchup i'm no i'm talking about tomato ketchup tomato ketchup was popular long before tomatoes were popular wow Tomatoes are gross. Yeah, I'm tomatoes not a huge, stink. I'm not a huge fan tomatoes of are tomatoes. Good, like with other things around, but like, you know, would you just eat a slice of tomato? Some people love it. No, they put cheese on it. Well, some people do that, but some people like put just it on a piece of bread. I will say that I think part of the problem is that the tomatoes that we get they they're like so weird they like put them in like gas mm-hmm. to like make sure they don't ripen yeah but even like farm for you've had farm fresh tomatoes they're fine no i've had i've had like real good fresh tomatoes that i've been i i still haven't really liked them all that much but i've been like oh, okay i can see a difference right. this has like a lot more taste to it sometimes i'll make a big of the sauce with the uh san marzano tomatoes or whatever uh-huh and, like, those are good, but they must do something to those potatoes, right? I mean, tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, they turn into tomatoes. Uh, I don't think so. Just, like, the peeled tomatoes in a can? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe they're sugar those are there good. or salt. I don't think so, because when I make tomato sauce, when I make it a tomato done. sauce, I put I have to put sugar and, and salt in yeah. there. Yeah. But those tomatoes, you ever just, like, get a, get oh, a yeah, bit yeah. of that? And it's like, oh, this is, like. Yeah, they taste uh, nice. Yeah. Tastes like ketchup. <laughs> Um, got bugs she knows how to juice them (laughs) so during colonial times tim in this country people thought if you ate a tomato that tomatoes were poisonous oh i did know this because of nightshades which Mm -hmm. are poisonous and which are very similar to tomatoes tom brady knows this yeah they're like in the same family or whatever um, they thought tomatoes would turn your blood into acid. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah, but it's also like a crazy where it's like you're really making a thought jump. it was acid. That's like the aliens movies, and they were like, "What is a movie?" <laughs> um. So These people don't know about anything cool. <laughs> no. You guys don't know about ZZ Top. You don't know about the Aliens franchise. You guys stink. Yeah, I'm going gonna... back to 2021. Um, they grew them for decoration. They liked the way they looked. Like Much the, like. The men's warehouse. 
No, but like Pizza Hut, like the way that kale looked around their salad bar, but they weren't asking you to eat kale. That's true. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Pizza Hut used to be the the biggest buyer of kale, and they would just use it for decoration. Mm -hmm. And now, look at uh, everybody's eating it. Now kale... Uh, has an outsized cultural footprint, and what, what's Pizza Hut doing? Yeah, uh, teaming up with freaking well, Taco Bell. That's cool, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're making the best <laughs> of a bad situation. Yeah, I mean, I, I I I lament the end of uh of the sit down Pizza Hut. Pizza. Yeah, hut. I mean, I guess like, what what's your point? What were they supposed to have done? Do, do Keep think- it going. If you think, I want a personal pan do pizza. Do you think Pizza Hut could have like turned people onto kale first? Nobody would have. No, I'm just saying that they were they thought kale was a joke. Right. That they're like, we're gonna buy all this food and not even serve it as food in our restaurant. Right. And now kale is having a freaking moment. Right. And Pizza so, Hut is like, so oh, we have po- to close down all of our point restaurants. Is that kale got its revenge on Pizza Hut? Yeah. All right. Sometimes the tables turn. Is all I'm saying. Now uh, Pizza Hut would love, oh, Pizza Hut would love to be the biggest kale buyer on earth. Why? Oh, because then they would be successful still. They I would guess? have enough, They don't have enough money for kale anymore. I don't think. I think it's more they don't have a place to put it because they don't have like uh, sit down oh, restaurants with salad bars. What? Now they can put it on the pizza. Don't put it on the pizza. Nobody wants that. Nobody, Nobody wants, wants a kale that. pizza, yeah. especially from Pizza Hut. Yeah. It'd be like, oh, we have, you know, I don't know, canned kale or something we put on here. Um, but the rest of the tomato plant, Tim, besides the fruit itself, poison. Don't eat it. Really? Don't eat the, the leaves, leaves or the vines. Yeah, none of that stuff. So tomatoes are weird, man, because tomatoes basically like the Spanish brought tomatoes back over from here. Like they found them here in the in the colonial world. Okay, And they were like, look at this. Let's bring them back. That's how the Italians found out about them. Wow. And the Italians were like, yeah, they really ran with it. Yeah, we're yeah, we're really going to run with this. We like this. And then, uh, you know, all that stuff came back to America later. And then America was like, why didn't anybody tell us about this? And everybody uh, in Mexico was like, we were trying to. You wouldn't try anything (laughs) new. We knew about it. We liked them. Tom, do you think uh, your dog's adorable little snores are being picked up on the microphone? (laughs) I don't know. But, yeah, she's snoring and having, like, a nice dream, Mm. it sounds like. Um, Tim, what would you like to hear? I'm not even going to give you the choice, actually. <laughs> Shocking. Um, I want to talk about the physics of ketchup. It was, it's been teased long enough. Ketchup is a non-Newtonian fluid, Tim. It means ketchup's the kind of thing that knucklehead Isaac Newton hadn't even considered. He didn't even think about it. Because it's not water, it's not gas. Yeah, it's its own thing, baby. Sorry, sorry, a ketchup tree didn't fall on your head and teach you about ketchup. Imagine, uh, you just got a bunch of like, uh, there was a ketchup tree and it just slopped down on his head, <laughs> just like, 
Well, then like, he might uh, learn because he, he might slimed on. You can't do that on he television. Might, he might have realized, like, oh, this isn't like the other fluids that I've talked about. It's uh, not. Does that to do with this freaking why it doesn't come out of the bottle? Yes, Tim, because its viscosity is not constant. Its vico- its viscosity decreases with stress. Mm. So that's why much like you and I. <laughs> yeah. So when it's just like sitting in a bottle, uh, it's not stress at all. It's it's maxing and relaxing. It's just chilling there. So when you go to pour it out, it's like, no, we're relaxing. So you got to be like, well, I'll put you fuckers under stress and you shake it up. And that's like, oh, no. And then it turns viscous. Right. So that's why shaking it up uh, helps. Uh, as well as um, uh, that doesn't just like distribute the, the water around. It or does something. that too, but it but it you know also decreases the viscosity. Okay. Well, yeah, but makes it less viscous. Okay. Um. You also know about tapping the fifty-seven on the bottle, right? Yeah, I like to think that. Uh, like that doesn't really do anything. No, Tim. That helps. The ketchup flow by applying correct shearing force. Ah. These techniques work because of how pseudoplastic fluids behave. Their viscosity, resistance to flow, decreases with increasing shear rate. The faster the ketchup is sheared by shaking or tapping the bottle, the more fluid it becomes. After yeah, the- but people seem to think like, oh, you know, engineers put that 57 in a place, the exact right place where if you hit it. It uh, like they they figured it out, and that's not true. Yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily true. Uh, it's a lot of legend. Uh, it, you can you can kind of tap it anywhere, and that'll help. Same thing with like uh, smacking it with your palm at the bottom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's another uh, popular. You technique. just hit it. You, you you shake and hit yeah. the thing until the Boy, stuff comes out. I'll tell out. you, I hate when somebody puts a butter knife in there to get it going. Why? I just don't like it. Something the about knife, it. Because then they had to put the knife. Well, if you scrape the knife just across the top of your cheeseburger on the right. top of the cheese, sure, that's fine. yeah. But otherwise, yeah, you've got like a knife, and then it's like I don't like something have going in there. that's that's where stuff coming out of yeah don't put things in there because then that gets me thinking about when you know a lot of restaurants they just like refill all their ketchup all the time and then i'm like ah was somebody spitting the ketchup and now you know they're just filling it back up i don't like anything going in the ketchup ketchup bottle things come out when it's done throw it away Recycle it. Throw it away. Don't recycle it. What if you I, get all the ketchup? I off? really don't like the idea of uh, and restaurants do it, and I know why they do it, but just refilling the ketchup <laughs> yeah. bottles. I mean, sure, it's better for the environment and everything. I mean, if it's glass bottles, yeah, it's fine. You recycle it, you get new. Well, ones. you're still using energy to recycle, though. Tom, you're using energy to to uh, refill them. <laughs> Yeah, sure. If you're having with a the, machine the, do it, yeah, you got uh, one of those refilling robots. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm not into it. Did you know? Speaking of restaurants, that McDonald's officially ended their relationship with Heinz in 2013. I did not know that. Do you know why? It's a very funny reason. Heinz wanted to pay its employees a living wage. No, because Heinz hired Burger King CEO to be their CEO. 
And I think what kind of moron would do that? What? Like, isn't McDonald's one of the biggest like vendors or the the biggest? Actually, by that by that point, they were only using Heinz ketchup in a few countries and not the U.S. All right. Yeah, yeah, they weren't like shooting themselves in the foot that much. But but even still, McDonald's was like, well, great. Now this guy's gonna spit in all the ketchup that he gives to us. Of course, yeah. (laughs) Because he's obviously some kind of a Manchurian candidate for uh, for the Heinz company. He, make no mistakes. This man is still loyal to the king, the Burger King. And he's going to use his position at Heinz to, to fuck over McDonald's at every turn. All right. Tom, can I dispel a rumor? <laughs> sure. <clears throat> Ketchup doesn't look like blood. Sure, it's red, mm-hmm. but it's a different shade of red. Right. It's, it's, it's not vis- high C red. Yeah. Which, is, is, of course, is the shade of blood. Well, no, that's... that's. I think ketchup looks more like blood than most things people have access to. That's sh- sure. Yeah. You got to darken it a little. Blood's darker. Yeah. Well, that's why, Tim, I always have a tube of fake blood. So I, know. I don't have to use ketchup if I'm going to make a funny I also think it's prank. wasteful. I don't like when people waste food, and I don't like when people uh, use ketchup as fake blood. Well, if they lick it all up afterwards. Sure, but that's, you know, you have a dog lick it up, that's fine. <laughs> Why? You don't, you don't want a person to do it? What do you care? You don't have to watch. You won't even know about it. Um, I'll find out. What's your favorite way is say you're at like a fast food place. What's your favorite way to get ketchup? Is it packets? Is it the pump thing with a little paper cup? Or is it those uh, squeeze and dips? I'm in the I'm eating in. I'm dining in. You're dining in. You just got your food. It's on a tray and you're presented with these ketchup options. A hundred percent filling up the cup with the pump. Yeah, right? That's the best way. Yeah. Apparently that was on its way out, but is seeing a resurgence because it's more eco friendly. Mm. Um but that's just the best way. Here's the it's thing. It's the best way to dip because then you've got the walls around it. It's making the ketchup deep. Exactly. And the thing is, if, look, you're at a fast food joint, mm-hmm. the burger's coming pre-ketchuped. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to squeeze. Like, Unless the, you ordered it with no ketchup. Right. It's a, to put it on yourself. Maybe. <laughs> okay. I guess Maybe I, you know. Look it out of the packet better. But what I'm saying is like, the ketchup packet mm-hmm. is designed to be squeezed onto something. Yeah. And the only reason you need, like, they they do the squeezing on to everything that it needs squeezed right. on. Yeah. The, the rest of the, your ketchup needs are, are for or, dipping. Or french fries, yeah. Yeah. You we, can't dip into a packet. And those other things, you know. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. It's not deep not, enough. Yeah, it's not deep enough. It's it's not that and good they're like, an oh, And they're like, oh, I understand why it can't be deep enough because it all friggin' explode yeah, in transit yeah. or whatever. But, uh, th- so they're like, oh, but it does both. You can dip and squeeze. It's like, it's like we it already does... told you we don't need to squeeze. What are you, fucking deaf? <laughs> it does both uh, poorly. Apparently, uh, apparently when Heinz was uh, coming up with that dip and squeeze packaging, the, like, vice president of Heinz wanted to test it 
So he, because uh, the the point was like this is a way to eat ketchup with French fries in a car, which like does make sense mm-hmm. when you're eating in a car. It's like, well, I got nowhere to put this ketchup. Yeah. I usually just, not usually, I think I always just eat my French fries without ketchup if I'm driving or which whatever. Is, yeah, which sucks. Also, you should never be allowed to eat in a car. <laughs> should be illegal. Um, <laughs> put anyone's but dad they, in but jail. But they, they had a story that um, the vice president, to test this out, bought a used minivan to test it in. It's mm-hmm. like, you'd have to buy a used minivan you could have just used but i wonder as like oh does the vice president of heinz make like 20 million dollars a year and he's like i'm not using my maserati to test this yeah i'll buy a used caravan drive it around the block and then just abandon it he couldn't rent it it was probably like too much trouble what else was he doing in that van yeah it just seems especially because i'm like well it wasn't made for a particular type of car. Like, that doesn't make a difference. You know how, like, uh, when Stevie Wonder would, like, get album mixes, mm-hmm. he would, you know, listen to them on oh, know, crappy like shitty, speakers. Yeah, and he'd be sure like, yeah, good. he's like, if I listen to it in the studio, it's going to yeah. sound great. But, like, I got to listen to it where people are going to be listening to it. I think this Heinz guy was like, sure, it's going to work in my Maserati. But uh, Joe Sixpack's going to be driving around in his Dodge Caravan. Yeah. I don't know. It still seems stupid. Last, uh, uh, you know what? I'll do it after the plugs. Ooh. If you like the show, go to tcgt.com to find out more. You want to support the show, check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash complete guide. Right? That's it? Uh Yeah. Patreon.com slash complete guide. You only say it. <laughs> I know. You've only 10, said it once a week for the last uh, five years. Books of podcast. This week we're doing a Tim and Tom eight year cues. We're going to answer some questions from our patrons on there uh, for everybody's enjoyment. Uh, but you get that. You get all the old episodes of Books of Podcast. We'll be doing another book on books the podcast soon. You'll be able to vote on that. All that good stuff. Patreon.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Instagram at TCGTE. Follow follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. Tim, here's the question I have Wait, I wanted to plug our store. Oh. Because you can buy our new, she's got bugs (laughs) and she knows how to juice them t-shirts. It's going to be... You gonna think that's it? Those you're gonna have those ready by tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. Uh, TCGT.com. You can pre-order them. Merch. You can't pre-order them. That's not how it works. <laughs> Go pre-order, pre-order them right now. <laughs> um, yeah, but we do have merch if you go to TCGT.com. That and the t-shirt. They ought to arrest your dad. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um. Tim, what is your stance on these new ketchup mixes that they sell at the store, like mayo chip? Oh, I think that's a fun uh, marketing scheme. Yeah. Cranch? Yeah. Kachili? Kachili? That's ketchup and um, like chili sauce? Like, Yeah, I think that's fun. Because yeah. like... Look, it's like the peanut butter and jelly in the same jar, 
Look, is it the best version of both that you're going to get? No, but it's, yeah. it's a fun, hey, look. I don't know if I eat any of that stuff mixed enough. Look, I love mayo and ketchup mixed together. I don't know if I would buy it. Oh, no, you shouldn't yeah. buy it. Yeah, I just um, do it myself fresh. Exactly. And like, how often does it come up? Like, so you usually want either mayo or ketchup. Right. Occasionally, I yeah. want both. But actually, in those cases, like, so I'll have that with fries a lot. I don't want it all mixed, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like I want to mix a little bit in the middle, but I also want the option to have two uh uh sanitary sides of that so i can have just mayo or just ketchup uh tom i agree with you i would consider maybe getting like a mayo chip not a a, a cranch yeah. cranch they just did cuz the name is very funny <laughs> yeah i i've never heard of people mixing ketchup and ranch yeah that's kind of um, gross well some people put ranch on everything so yeah um but which even that it's like I get that, but like you, you put ranch and ketchup on everything. Eh, well, here's what I'm saying. I think okay. if you get uh, mayo chip, something mm-hmm. yeah, um, that will encourage experimentation, mm. right? Like this would probably end poorly. They already have a bunch of other. They have may- mayo must, which is yeah. mayonnaise and mustard, which again I think is just kind of gross. But, but like wouldn't you like you wouldn't like wouldn't you want to put that on a hot dog and see what it tasted like? Like it encourages you oh, to I think outside the box a little bit, right? Like cuz you're not always going to think about this unless you open up your refrigerator and there's something <laughs> and, and I, the opportunity presents and itself. I have eight different uh combinations. Who cares? That stuff stays You know what? For 7 here's years. What, here's what they should do if anybody from Heinz is listening. And honestly, I hope somebody at Heinz is listening to this because You think they don't have somebody monitoring the podcast that's what i'm saying episode yeah so if somebody out there is listening and look i'm sure it's probably some you know some uh like low-level marketing person who gets stuck having to listen to all the podcasts about ketchup probably a great person who well i'm giving them wonderful future ahead of them in the heinz corporation well they certainly do because i'm about to give them a job an idea that's going to shoot them straight to the top all those sauces Make a variety pack with little bottles of mm. all of them and sell that together. Yeah. Like they do with cereals where you can buy, you know, the little boxes of like eight different right. cereals. Do that and you've got yourself a one-way ticket to the top of the Heinz Corporation. On grilled cheeses, mm-hmm. been talking about using mayo instead of... Yeah, butter. Butter. What if you used mayo chip? Mm. Right? Because yeah. like you're used some people to, do put ketchup on grilled well, cheese. You're used to a tomato in grilled cheese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this would be like a hint of tomato that would be like Right. I, I I'm worried about the smoke point that it would just like burn <laughs> real <laughs> right. quick. We'll Set see. off your uh your fire. Yeah, alarm. or just like not taste good. Um but like here that's the kind of outside of the box thinking that this would I- inspire. Well, if only they sold a variety pack and I could do that. Tom, I wanted to talk about um, the uh, green ketchup. Oh, yeah. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time. All right, we'll see you next week. (laughs) 